Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the parables of Jesus. And we actually started in Matthew 13, if you remember, and we've been following through Matthew 13. Uh, also checking out what the other gospel accounts were of particular parables. Uh, Sometimes there were parallel accounts, other times there weren't. So we're reaching sort of the end of the, uh, the initial parable that Jesus gave. Okay, So he gave this one parable. And then he gave another parable, and then he gave another parable, and they were all together in this gathering. And that's what we're about to look at the last one. And then uh, Jesus goes somewhere else, and something else happens. And we'll look at that briefly toward the end right here. For today, though, Matthew 13, verse 33, begins another parable within this same encounter. There's also a parallel Mark passage that doesn't necessarily, it doesn't include this parable, but it includes this little ending. So let me read both these passages, and you'll see what I mean. Here's Matthew 13, verses 33 through 35. Jesus spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was all leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables, and he did not speak to them without a parable. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the foundation of the world. Now the uh, parallel ending, really, that we see in Mark chapter 4, verses 33 and 34. says this, With many such parables, Jesus was speaking the word to them, so far as they were able to hear it. And he did not speak to them <coughs> without a parable. But he was explaining everything privately to his own disciples. Wow, these right here really give us insight into why we need to have the totality of what the Scripture says about something. Uh, in these particular examples, uh, what the other Gospels have to say. Mark explains something right here. He explains that, okay, Jesus is speaking in parables, and he's speaking the words of them so far as they will, were able to hear it. Now, does that mean so far as they were able to hear it physically and logistically, if you're too far away from Jesus, you wouldn't hear it? Well, perhaps. But more than likely, it's the, as far as they're able to hear it, because of what they believed. If you're one of the disciples seeking him, if you believe, then you're going to have understanding about it. If you don't believe, then you're not going to understand everything that's uh, found within these parables. And then Mark tells us that he didn't speak to the crowds. He didn't speak to them without a parable. He spoke to them only in parables. And then Jesus was explaining everything to his own disciples privately. So when he got along with the disciples, he would explain things to them privately. Now back over in the Matthew passage, uh, it says the same thing. That all these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables, and he didn't speak to them without a parable. But then it says this. <laughs> he tells us why Jesus did this. He only spoke in parables to fulfill the word of the prophet. It says that, fulfill what was spoken through the mouth of the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the foundation of the world. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? 
And you think, well, what prophet is that, you know, that spoke there? Well, you'll see some uh, allusions of this type of thing with Isaiah. You'll see some with Jeremiah. But actually, that quote comes from the Psalms. The 78th Psalm, verse 2 says, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. So you have that phraseology there. And like I said, some of the ones that we assume to be prophets that are like Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, etc. They had things that alluded to this. But here the psalmist is the one that says it. And at the first verse of this psalm, it says a mascal of Asaph. Asaph. So Asaph was the one who wrote this. So that sort of gives us some insight that Asaph was speaking prophetically, okay, speaking forth the word of the Lord. And, and the Lord is saying, okay, this is why. Matthew is telling us this is the reason the Lord spoke in this way. And Jesus had already told the disciples this, that th those who have ears would hear. Those that have eyes would see. But if you don't, you wouldn't. Now, Matthew gave us one extra parable right here. And it said the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was all leaven. And we've already seen hints of this, that the kingdom of heaven being like leaven. That rhymes real good, doesn't it? <laughs> The idea that the kingdom would start small. Because when you leaven bread, you don't put tons and tons of leaven in. You just put a little bit in. And when you put that little bit in, it permeates over a period of time. And it takes time. Okay, it takes time. It permeates over a period of time throughout all the flour. And that's what Jesus said here. The kingdom of heaven is like that. A woman takes and I, It's interesting that she hides uh, leaven in three pecks of flour. Mm, it's not like it was applied to it or anything, but that's what she was doing, that she was leavening the bread. So she hid this in there, and it leavened the entirety of the bread. The kingdom of heaven is like that. That's interesting. Think on that. Okay, How just a little bit of the kingdom of heaven impacts, imparts, affects, changes, transforms from one thing to another thing. Now, let me read the next verse we're going to look into in the next time we get together. It's this, Matthew 13, 36, just to show you the transition. Then Jesus left the crowds and went into the house. So he's been with the crowds up at this point in time. He's left the crowd. He's gone into the house. And his disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. Okay. Now, they had already asked for the explanation of the parable of the soils. Remember that? But now they're coming back and they're asking for the explanation that we saw in the last episode of the tares of the field. This is exactly what Mark alluded to, that when he got along with them, and when it says disciples, quite often we're thinking, oh, it's only the 12. No, it's not only the 12. It's those that believe. There were women about all the time with the 12. There were all things, all sorts of folks. And then he explains it to him. We'll look at that explanation the next time, okay? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Spend some time in these parables right here. Just read them. Meditate upon them. Think upon them. Don't try to psychoanalyze them. Don't get caught up with thinking you have to explain every jot and every tittle and every detail of everything. No, no. Just read them. Know what the foundational truths are. Know what's being said there. Just the facts. Just what's being said. Then allow the Holy Spirit to give you the interpretation. He will. I'll see you next time.